With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, well, well. If it isn't Mr. Nice Guy. Welcome to my lair. Well, now. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, you know, I'd be from Jamaica, man. Not a mercy. What part of Jamaica? Right near the beach. Boy! I think you're bullshitting me. Samson Simpson, I stick by my story. I'm from Jamaica. If I wasn't Jamaican, then why would I wear this hat? This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. What is up, everybody? It is Tuesday, August 30th, 2016. And this is episode 351 of the panels on pages.com podcast. I am Jason Eyes, your host for tonight. Lee Rodriguez is out uh, on vacation in Jamaica with his lovely wife watching Jamaican Netflix. So I'm uh, leading the charge tonight with uh, our co host, as always, Mr. Jose Guzman. I sense the theme. R.I.P. Dave Chappelle. <laughs> and Kelly Harris. Burrito. Who the hell knows what a burrito is? <laughs> I read that story. <laughs> okay, before we get any further, t- tell this story, Kelly. All right. So at one point in WWE, they were going to do a story that involved Big Show eating a burrito that was spiked in some way. I'm assuming it would just make him shit a whole bunch. Right. Uh, Vince said no to it because he didn't know what a burrito was. <laughs> And what makes it even more ironic is that every day, his secretary would bring Vince lunch, and it was a burrito. <laughs> it was a steak burrito. <laughs> it was a steak wrap, that he and would... he would eat it every day, but he didn't know what a burrito was. <laughs> and he would dip it in ketchup. <laughs> just just the finest palate this man has. <laughs> has a great story. Like, I love, I love that story. Uh... I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I uh, tweeted at you about it where they were having the, it was it was when they were transitioning from uh, 
TV 14 to PG. Oh, the Michael Tarver story? Yes, yes. And they had a, they had a big <laughs> town hall meeting before one of the shows. And uh, there was there was a African-American wrestler named Michael Tarver. He was part of the, the Nexus. He, uh, he was on, you know, the, the game show version of NXT. And uh, he stood up in the middle of the town hall to say something, to ask a couple questions. And Vince McMahon says, very good question, Shelton. <laughs> As in <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. Who boy. Talk about being out of touch, huh? I just, I heard another story like that today. Go on. <laughs> where, appa- where apparently at one point, um, Jimmy Yang was rest was just backstage and he was messing around in the ring doing like practicing some bumps with Big Show. And Vince is watching and he goes, "Yo, oh, why aren't we doing anything with Jimmy? Kid looks kid looks good." And then the writer or whoever he was talking to goes, uh, "That's because you released him six months ago." <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Damn. That shit is harsh. I love I love Vince McMahon. <laughs> so uh while while we're talking about wrestling, you know, uh an interesting part of me and Jose's week was we got to go to Full sail live and see the uh, Cruiserweight Classic quarterfinals on Friday. Uh, uh, the founder of AwesomeCon is a big wrestling fan. He lives locally here in Central Florida, and he had an extra ticket. So uh, we went along for a night of wrestling, and it was a good time. Wouldn't you say, Jose? Any, anytime I can yell dumb shit at people, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> So basically, basically literally every, any day. Yeah, basically at least every Tuesday night at ten. Yeah. And no, no, not only did he get to yell dumb shit at people, but he also got to eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they let you bring the food in. That, yeah, was, they, that was cool. That they, was clutch. They have food trucks outside of Full Sail Live, and you you can bring your food in. There's a fucking Wendy's and a McDonald's down the street, and people were just bringing in full bags of fast food. Why not? Yeah, so fuck it. I'm in, man. Tell me I can eat and just yell shit at wrestlers I don't know who they are. (laughs) I'm down. (laughs) And 100%, he didn't know a single one of those people. <laughs> but saw some saw some cool moves, man. Saw some moves that weren't the normal wrestling moves. You know, we saw a bunch of normal wrestling moves, but a lot of cool flippy shit. Yes. Uh, well, the one guy like suit back suplexed a guy. He okay, so he was in the ring, and you had the ropes in the middle, and the guy standing outside the ropes on the apron, back face to the other guy. So he grabbed him and suplexed him over the ropes. It was pretty fucking cool. He German suplexed him from the apron into the ring. Nice. I think that was was Ibushi, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking when you said that. Because I know I've seen him do it where the guy will be on the apron and then he stands on the top rope and kind of uses them to balance himself and then does the German suplex. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. It was... Well, he got dropped 
Bushi Bushi got dropped on his fucking head. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brian Kendrick uh, did a, uh, a f- what are, what is a flaming burning hammer, burning hammer, burning hammer, which is uh, a basically an inverted uh, attitude adjustment and dropped Kota Bushi right on his fucking face. Actually, no, right on the top of his head. On on the yeah. face is where you want to drop him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on on the upside, I don't think getting knocked that loopy can make Abushi any weirder, because <laughs> that is one weird guy, and I love him for it. I just assumed he was Japanese. I just assumed that's that's where that came from. Yeah, no, he is he's strange. <laughs> he's a strange dude. That's like the last WrestleMania weekend, where he took a, a booking with Evolve purely so that he could go to WrestleMania weekend to work Kaiju Big Battle. <laughs> he's like well these guys won't be able to pay me and fly me out but these guys will and then i can work this show <laughs> i've seen him have many good matches with inanimate objects but it was cool like i, I told uh kelly via text that uh some of the standouts were the uh grand metallic and akira tozawa match which was uh luchador with luchador mask face on the back of his head versus Japanese Spider-Man. Oh, that was my favorite because the the whole thing was ah, ah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. You do it, the crowd do it. You do it, the crowd do it. Oh Ah. man, it was Grand Metallic versus Tozawa. I'm fucking hyped for that match. It was great. It was great. I I would agree that it was one of the standout matches of the night. And then Rich Swan was the crowd favorite by far, and that man can dance. You can't not love Rich Swan. No, he's good. Well, his 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 opponent handled it though. Yeah, I mean, they Spo- asked hey, him a lot of hey, times. It doesn't air until tomorrow night, so no spoilers. Oh well, no one told me that. <laughs> I just did. I just did. <laughs> Sorry. The bummer thing about Rich Swan being in the WWE system now is that he can't do his amazing entrance, which was just singing along to a karaoke track of all night long as he came to the ring oh the the uh full sail crowd sings it uh acapella instead exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> now we were looking at his kick pads and his kick pads had the initials a l n wait i uh a n l i and jose was like anal and then i was like oh all night all night long but then what the fuck is the eye? Hmm. I don't know, man. All night long in anal? <laughs> <laughs> and then probably one of our favorite moments of the night was a tag team called the Bollywood Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just two Indian dudes in pink and black attire with tassels everywhere. And they were just doing... Cool ass Bollywood dances the entire time. <laughs> it 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 made us feel homesick. Why is the female Ghostbusters picture the headline picture for an article that says six racist things that non racist people always say? This is the the female Ghostbusters picture. Yeah. Well, I mean, Leslie Jones has been embroiled in a. Uh, uh, She's been attacked viciously by racists recently. So. I've seen multiple people call her Harambe, so... Aww. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Lightning the mood since 1980. I just got this message from Mahoney. <laughs> he said, saw this and thought of nice. And it's from Sean Penn's Instagram, official <laughs> Sean Penn. And it's Kelsey Grammer naked sitting at a kitchen table with what looks like a to-go uh, container filled with uh, pesto uh, pasta. <laughs> Isn't it like current Kelsey Grammer or like young Kelsey Grammer? No, like current Kelsey Grammer. Like he looks like he's <laughs> been smoking a lot of weed and hasn't slept for a few days. Yeah, that's Kelsey Grammer. Uh, I need to find a link to this so I can show you guys. That's awesome. So, uh, Jose, what else did you do this week besides uh, yell stupid things in uh, a strange place? All right. Well, I, I got I got two things. One one sad, one hey, one funny. So two, I'm going to go with the sad first. Two, three, four, whatever you got. So, okay, you know how we're we're watching Finkel and Ihorn with the lady, <laughs> which. which for people who who's not on the up and up on Finkel and Nyhorn, it's Rizzoli and TNT's famous TV show Rizzoli and Nyhorn, which I must say I or <laughs> I said Rizzoli and Nyhorn, <laughs> Rizzoli and Isles, but it's Finkel and Nyhorn, and if you call it anything else, you just watch, you're just wrong. So we're watching. And, you know, the, the the lady puts it on and she'll fall asleep to it and stuff. And then we'll wake Sorry. up. And... I just saw Kelsey Graham. <laughs> and apparently this isn't the real Sean Penn, even though it's official Sean Penn on uh, Instagram. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, he says, what's up, ladies? You want to see my beast? <laughs> you want some pesto? He looks like he's having a fucking great night. <laughs> yeah. That's a man who looks like he's taking a break from blowing hookers, and once he's done, he's going back. <laughs> Good on you, dog. Hey, just, so, don't, just don't fart in that seat. We're, we're watching it, and she's like, oh, man, I can't believe they, they you know killed off this certain character. And then I remembered back to one of our shows, 2013, where we talked about the, um, the what Jet Jackson. Jet Jackson? Yes. Jet Jackson, which was... Uh, refresh my memory. Did they... He killed himself? Yes. Oh, and he played, so, he played Cyborg on Smallville. And- and he was Frost on Rizzoli, on Finkel and Ihorn. Oh. So then it, like, hit me. I was like, oh, shit. No, like, they didn't kill him off because they, you know, a story plot. Like, he's dead. But he hit different. Like, I already knew this, and we'd already talked about it. And it was three years ago. But, you know, I didn't watch the show. I didn't have that attachment to the character, to the actor. And then over watching the show, I completely forgot He's not around anymore. And I'm like, and he was great. Like, he was, you know, one of the main characters in the show. And he was like the, you know, not to go to comic relief, but he was a great character that, that each season 
they developed more and more. And it was just sad that when I remembered the news the second time, you know, it, it hit it hit different because I had more of a connection to them than the first time. So that, that, that was weird. It's an odd feeling to, like, yeah, look- already know the spoiler alert, forget about it, get, and, you know, get attached to somebody that you're surprised they're gone, and then you're like, oh, shit, I already knew that. I already knew that. Yeah, it looks Ooh. like he was he died in 2013, August 19th, but his filmography lists him as a part of Rizzoli and Isles from 2010 to 2014. So, yeah. Yeah, they they, they must have used uh, some flashbacks or well, he already uh, they, shot some shit. Yeah, they probably shot most of that season. Well, no, yeah, but but it, like they killed him in like what, the first or second episode of the, of a new season. So he must have died during it off. I, I don't know. It was it was weird though. So now I will um And he died August nineteenth, almost three years to the day. Ooh. <laughs> Spooky Finkel and Einhorn is haunted. Yeah, this is their Halloween episode. Damn. So that sucked. You know. I don't know. Well, I'm glad it wasn't like a family member or someone close to you. I'm glad it was yeah. some, some guy on a TV show who died three years ago. <laughs> if that's the sad news you have for the week, then not a bad week. Yeah. Um, Did you hear yeah. Gene Wilder died? <laughs> <laughs> I got I, I, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know, and then I see all kinds of people posting his picture, and I'm like, "Up, oh, dead." Oh yeah. Once, once, once you see a couple of people post the same picture, you're like, "Dead." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Especially when like it's off topic, like when all of a sudden you just start seeing pictures of somebody you haven't seen in a while. Dead. So, all right, there's a, there's a Walmart next to our house, and I fucking Did it die. Hey, <laughs> oh, to me it, it's it's dead. <laughs> it's dead. Every time, without fail, I have been to this Walmart. There has been some type of fuckery bullshitness that has happened. Either the one thing I specifically went there for, they don't have that day or what I'm there to do uh, is out of order or closed or closed <clears throat> or a fucking huge line. Yeah. Yep, yep. Just always something at this Walmart. So I go there to cash a check. They can't cash it. The machine spits it out twice and says, sorry, go fuck yourself. So I was like, okay, so we, we I'm done. I'm I'm done with this fucking Walmart. So we leave. So now later on, we're we're out. We see a Walmart. We stop. Now I'll tell the other first half of the story when we cut the feed, because it's not radio friendly. <laughs> but I'll 
I'll, I'll continue on with this part. So we go to the Walmart. Surprise, surprise. Everything works fine. We're um, a little hungry, so we grab some potato wedges and chicken fingers from the deli. Nice. And we're heading back to the car. And we don't, we can't find the car. Like, well, fuck, we parked right here. Where's, where's it at? We're both looking for it. She's looking for it. I'm looking for it. And, you know, I'm kind of in a, I guess you could say a paranoid state. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I look like in the, in the road where we, right next to where we think we parked. And I see like a Walmart manager talking to another employee who I saw in line, you know, working a register near the line we were at. And I see a guy in plain clothes with like a little earpiece and a string that comes down. <laughs> okay. And you're like, we, we better they, find some place to sit down and eat these potato wedges. <laughs> you know, where, where the fuck's the car? Do they have the car? Am I walking in on like a sting operation? What's going on here? So I'm still looking. I can't find the car. She can't find the car. We split up. But we don't want to get too close to these guys because we don't know what the fuck's going on. And then I see them like point at the car that they're standing in front of like they're telling the story. And then I look closer and I notice it looks like somebody hit the car and ran away. So I'm like, okay, well, it's not what my initial thought was. So that's cool. And I'm looking and we still can't find the car. And I see the dent. And I can't find the car. See them talking. I see the guy hand gesturing like, you know, it was a hit and run. Someone hit the car and left. And then my mind, I'm thinking, oh, my God, they fucking stole the truck, rear-ended this chick. They're fucking (laughs) gone. So I'm fucking starting to worry more. And then the two cops show up and they're looking at the thing. And I'm like, fuck. So I'm kind of walking over there and I'm trying to ask them what kind of car hit the tr- hit this. But luckily, no one pays attention to me. It's like <laughs> I'm, just talking, I'm just talking to the wall. And then right at that moment, I turn around and there's the truck. <laughs> just like one lane over. So I grab her. And we leave. <laughs> I'm like, we, we, we shouldn't be talking to cops right now. <laughs> uh, talking to cops while you're a little bit paranoid is maybe the worst thing ever. <laughs> Especially when you got to try to explain there's a car missing. Remember that one time uh, we're, we're sitting at the house and it was what two in the morning and the doorbell rang. It was, it was a cop and, uh, he was there to tell us about our roommate got into a motorcycle accident, but we were both a little uh, inebriated at the time. Yeah, and this fucking cop, man. Okay, if you ever have to tell anybody that somebody's been into an accident, but you don't know the extent of it, don't tell them you might want to call the hospital uh priest right (laughs) yeah because like like, he wouldn't tell us anything because we weren't family right they were he was looking for the family of the roommate all they knew is you know they his address was on this thing they they don't on on his driver's license they don't know the situation 
So because we're not related, they wouldn't tell us, you know, what happened. And then, the, like, the last thing he said was, well, if you talk to his parents, tell him to call the hospital chapel. The chapel, so yeah. we think he's fucking dead. Yeah. Like, Look, our roommate's I can't say dead. much, but he's probably dead. <laughs> so that was fucking weird. Mm. I mean, you know, it turned out he wasn't. He got clipped from behind on a motorcycle, flew 100 feet, broke his neck, but still lived. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Kelly, what have you been up to this week? I hope not talking to the popo. <laughs> not really. I don't think I've been talking to the popo. Are you Fucking the popo? Stitches get stitches, man. Maybe you're just trying to set me up. You might be the popo. You can't lie to me. That's, that's yeah. not... You want a liar? Typical, Is this conversation being recorded? Typical popo tactic. I know, right? Uh, I haven't been up to much. Um... <clears throat> If you follow me on Twitter, you saw that I spent a ridiculous amount of money on Power Ranger blind box figures. Now, what is a ridiculous amount of money? Uh, $60. So, uh, there were there were all five Rangers plus the Green Ranger. Yep. And then Goldar, uh, Lord Zed, am I missing any? Actually, I should bump it up to seven. Goldar was from another day. So 70 total. So 70. You spent $70. So they were 10 bucks a pop? Blindly. Pretty much, yeah. But you were able to get a full set. Yeah, luckily because I was opening them with two other dudes, so we would just swap nice. when we got doubles. So it, it worked out. Just Did opening... anyone get fucked where they just kept opening the same shit you guys already had it? I watched one guy open two Pink Rangers in a row, and we both had them. Because <laughs> we went Sorry, through Bob. a full case and then started going into another one. Yeah, I got. I was the only one to get the Black Ranger because he's rare. Well. You know, I don't, I don't know why <clears throat> the black guy has got to be the hard to find one. <laughs> but you caught him. Everyone else is uh, catch them all. is two in sixteen. Black Ranger is one in twenty four. Yeah, why the Black Ranger? Why not the Green Ranger I, or Zed? I don't know. It doesn't make that, sense. That figure doesn't crack, and those are the hardest ones to find. Ah, uh, true, oh. true, true. Was that last longer? Yeah, yeah. Everyone is two in sixteen, except for the Black Rangers one in twenty four. The White Ranger is one in forty-eight, and then there's another one that I can't remember what it is, but it's so secret they don't even show you the figure on the box. Did you guys know that Zach Taylor, who played the original Black Ranger, is missing a finger on his left hand? So what happens when you don't pay the Yakazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Like, was he missing it in the show? I do believe so because I remember I, I recently saw one of those, you know, one of those Facebook suggested post ads, whatever, and it was, yeah, you know, uh, missing a finger. Call this guy. <laughs> it was you know things you, things you never noticed from '90s TV shows, and it showed him like putting his hand on Trini's shoulder, and it's. 
he it appears like he's missing a finger, but I thought, okay, it could be just a matter of maybe he's bent his finger down or something like that. The angle of the but dangle no, is just, just odd. I just posted a image in the chat and he's holding up his power coin. I mean, this is this is more recent, but uh, if that picture with him and Trini was to be believed, then yeah, dude missing a finger. Man, uh, he has not aged much at all. They don't crack, bro. No, that's true. And then... Huh. Check this I out. Pay, I need to pay attention to that in next time I watch Power Rangers. And then this one is a... Oh, Walter Jones. Walter Jones is his That's name. it, yeah. What did I that's, say? Zach Taylor's the real. His, his kit will okay. <laughs> I was just looking at the description on the image on Google Image Search. Look at this one. It's a picture of him from Teen Beat, and he's he's clearly like, uh, yeah, I'm just going to cover up my missing finger. <laughs> no missing finger here. Don't mind yeah, he, me. He lost that in a sex act. She twisted too quickly. How did we never notice this? God, he lost wear their fingers. The worst shirt I've ever seen. Oh, that that is like, I don't know if that is... That, no, is that's standard, that is Night standard Walker Middles. That looks like it's not cross colors, but it's trying to be cross colors. You remember cross colors, right? Probably Kelly probably doesn't. Oh, what's that? No. Cross colors was a, a hip hop uh, clothing line back in the early nineties, oh. which everything was super brightly colored and hugely Ugly baggy, just like that. Yeah, they used a lot of like. African color schemes like the the greens and the yellows and the blacks and such the blacks. <laughs> but yeah, uh, this last picture I posted is from the show, and it looks like he's about to sneeze. Clearly, clearly missing a fucking finger. I'll be damned. Can you, can you sneeze missing a finger? God, how do we never notice that? <laughs> John Michael, why didn't you tell us? Lee! Both of them need to answer for this. Maybe he just wore like a green screen finger thing just to fuck with everybody. <laughs> and he's like, that, that's going to be my thing. Is Years from now, when I pass, I'll still be the fingerless ranger. <laughs> that's my claim. <laughs> I'm the fingerless ranger. Or they should have, they should have incorporated it in the show. Yeah, yeah. He's battling, and and they fucking chop it. Take well, I was gonna, no, I was going to say someone bullies him for having one less finger, and then they use it to teach children a lesson. It's his Man, middle we finger too. We weren't teaching that lesson back in the fucking nineties. We had other shit on our mind, <laughs> like hitting people in the head with chairs. <laughs> Riding up on tanks and telling the other guys to suck my dick. <laughs> he had real problems going on. <laughs> Motherfuckers see. leaking who won the title. <laughs> okay, okay. Real. From the Power Rangers Wikia page. Walter Jones is missing the middle finger on his left hand, according to IMDb. Somehow the camera almost managed to avoid portraying this. However, near the end of Island oh, of... What do you mean? Don't say somehow. It was fucking clearly framed out on purpose. Yeah. Not somehow, like, 
it's it's a magic where they just never caught it. He, his missing finger can also be seen in his morphing sequence where the other rangers show five fingers on top of their morpher. Uh <laughs> if you look closely in the wannabe ranger, Primator tricks Trini and Kimberly that the others are having trouble in the park as Zack. Zack actually stays behind and drinks Trini's banana shake, and his missing finger is seen. <laughs> <laughs> he says, fuck y'all, I'm gonna drink your shit. Give me that goddamn banana shake. Uh, I don't know Yo, why. Now that you say that, I remember that episode. You're like, this motherfucker just drank a milkshake. <laughs> oh my god. That milkshake clearly brought at least one of the boys <laughs> to the yard. It brought Zach to the, well, in imitation Zach to the yard. It's pretty impressive that Primator knew that Zach was missing that finger when he transformed into Right, him. yeah, like, that's very detail-oriented. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Like, you would think that if you just got a glance of Zack, you could probably transform into Zack. But I don't know that you would notice that he's missing. Like, Primator must have staked Zack out for weeks. Yeah. Possibly. You know, learned how to break dance. Learned <laughs> his wardrobe. Just, just developed a taste for banana shakes. <laughs> banana like shakes and white women. Well, Banana Shakes, that was already in his thing, because he was like a, some kind of ape creature, from what I remember. All right. Oh, uh, so let's turn the ape creature into the black guy. That's fun. <laughs> R.I.P. Harambe. He sure ain't no Kelsey Grammer eating pesto. <laughs> uh, that is just... He looks so that, happy. That he, face also kind of looks like, all right. I'll let you take one picture. <laughs> take another one. I'm going to shove that camera up your ass. Uh, he looks like if he just walked out of a Walmart and saw a bunch of cops standing around where his car was, he'd be, he'd, he'd be <laughs> and pretty... And they thought they took it. <laughs> he'd be pretty excitable. <laughs> so, uh, I only have one other story for this week, and, and it's kind of akin to Jose's uh, sad story about uh, a cyborg dying three years ago. Uh, so recently I got into uh, watching toy reviews on YouTube, specifically like Marvel. You watch the toy unboxing? Well, kind of. There, the, some, some, it's one particular guy that I watched. And some of the episodes are unboxing. Some of them are blind bags. Some of them are, you know, just straight up reviews of uh, action figures. And they're really well done, and he seems to be a, a, a nice enough dude. And it's, you know, seven minutes every couple of days of, you know, just sit there and just watch cool action figures. I don't buy action figures anymore, so at least I can watch them and see them. I wish I would have had a resource like this back when I was buying action figures because, man, he goes into depth about the articulation and the paint applications and, you know, whether or not it's a, a worthwhile figure to buy, so on and so forth. Uh, so, uh, puts up a video on YouTube on Saturday, and I watch it. And then I just go to the main page of YouTube, 
which usually gives the suggested videos. That's how I fell into a, a hole of watching bum fights and, and subway fights, you know, a few years ago. And then I see a video from another uh, toy YouTuber named Shardimus Prime. And uh, the, the guy that I watch, his name is Glenn Webb. And I look at the name of the video, and it's R.I.P. Glenn Webb. And apparently, oh, no. apparently this YouTuber died unexpectedly, like, the night before. And his YouTube videos, like, he pre-recorded a bunch of YouTube videos and set them to be released oh, later on. Oh, God. So I watched a video of this guy. So he's the Tupac of the, to- of the right. toy. He was already fucking dead at- while I'm watching a video of him. And then I'm thinking about it, and he uh, he lived in the UK. And he, he was big on uh, Amazon and uh, getting stuff off of Amazon and eBay and shipping things from the US. And he fucking subscribed to all of those monthly subscription boxes. And the... Uh, at first, I was sad and that there would be no more videos, and then I got really sad thinking about just the boxes and boxes and boxes of shit that are just gonna pile up in his PO box that oh, he God. probably ordered or he was already subscribed to before his death. And man, that fucking got me. <laughs> like he probably had so many cool things on on their way. Oh, and another thing that bummed me out is uh, in the past week, he was really pushing. He was probably about 300 subscribers away from 1,000 subscribers, and it took him to fucking die to finally break 100,000 subscribers. Aw, so that sucks. R.I.P. Glenn Webb. <laughs> Goddamn. Tupac. Yeah. Tupac a toy unboxing. Hey, hey. You may see a Toy Fair Glenn Webb hologram. Why not? Just fucking doing the panel. Just doing it up. All right. So, uh, I mean, I guess the other thing that we would... Kelly, where's your death story? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Trying to think if I know of anyone that died. Well, I mean, all all of your hopes... To win the fantasy football championship died this past Sunday when we had the draft. No, Did they they're though? still there. Mm. Did they? Mm. Did they? How many games you won yet? Zero games. All right. <laughs> Got him, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this motherfucker, once again, we're at uh, the Cruiserweight Classic, and he said, <laughs> Oh, man, you should have brought the belt. And I was like, I fucking, I thought about it. I really did. I thought about it, and I was like, "Like I like that guy. I like taunting you guys with it. I like doing that, but going out in public in a crowd with you know people that don't don't get it, don't know what the story is, and especially a wrestling event where where belts yeah. are a thing." <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be the, that guy. And then this one motherfucker walks in, and he's wearing a sash that says the mayor of NXT. And I just point at him, and I say, that, that's that's who I don't want to be right there. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask you a question about this man? Yes. 
Was he larger? Oh, uh, I mean, nah, compared really. compared no, to the no. rest of the crowd, he was pretty slim. Okay, there were a lot of big boys, and yeah, he, was, he was just a regular old dude. Yeah, uh, you know, not, not you know, not not a skinny guy. Okay, uh, did he have like black hair, a black a beard, and glasses? Yes, yeah, he had yeah. a mohawk. That's not the guy I'm thinking of. I was hoping it was going to be the guy I'm thinking of because that guy sucks. <laughs> I I'm really like it was a really enjoyable experience going out to Full Sail Live. One of the things I said to Jose as soon as we walked in is it reminded me of when I used to go to tapings of the Mickey Mouse Club at Disney MGM <laughs> Studios. Like it had the same vibe. It was much smaller in real life than you expect it to be. And boy, oh boy, Kelly would have just loved all the chants. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure I would have just loved it. And I told Kelly this via text. There were some interesting smells in that place. <laughs> like, I got home and I had to smell all of my articles of clothing to make sure that it wasn't me. To make sure that, like, <laughs> because I... I was wearing the same shoes that I wore when I accidentally stepped in a puddle last week. So I was thinking maybe my shoes had gotten moldy, mildewy, maybe. No, 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 no. No, it was everybody else at this place that either didn't wash their clothes or didn't wash their ass. Ew. Or a combination. Yeah, yeah, probably. They could have went for all the gusto and (laughs) fuck it. But it was fun. It was it was a fun thing to do. Fun event. Yeah. You know, family friendly. Not not anything crazy. Right. Yeah. Um, only a couple. Definitely could camps. see like the 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 right. Re- you know, there's regulars that th- this is their thing and this is what they do. Of course. You know, it's like walking into somebody else's bar. Yeah. We're it was just, still fun. It we're was just cool. gonna have to make it our bar. <laughs> I, I'd do it again. Well, uh, apparently there's NXT tapings on your birthday. Hey. You just have to keep an eye out for when tickets go on sale. Oh, shit. Well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. Yeah, we did. And uh, looking forward to going to some wrestling events with you, Kelly. And, yeah. yelling, and yelling some stupid shit at people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my my stupid shit yelling games. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, the best move was that uh, this fucking just shredded motherfucker. Um, the guy tried getting him in like an arm bar, so so the the guy had him locked in an arm bar. Well, yeah, okay, which shredded guy? The the super buff guy, the fucking shredded wheat. Uh, Tony, I, Tony Nese. I think it was Tony Nese. Yeah, maybe. Man, I don't. You asking me like I can answer that? Well. I <laughs> Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going. It was to... the tag team match, right? Right. I'm pretty sure it was Tony. It's Tony Nice who you're talking about. So he's he's locked in. He's trapped in an armbar. This guy picks up this motherfucker <laughs> with the one arm and like throws him out into the ring, like like he's just shaking him off his arm. It was pretty fucking cool. And I yelled. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. I'd, I'd do it again. I'd yell some shit. Well, Why looks, not? looks like tickets for the uh, 
October 13th NXT at Full Sail Live show have gone on sale. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on those. Yeah, I need to start making sure to keep an eye on when the tickets for WrestleMania weekend stuff are released. Yeah, I'm hoping that I can get some fucking paychecks in before that and have some money saved up before, you know, WrestleMania tickets all of a sudden start coming out. What is what is Lee sending us pictures of? What is uh, this? A 90-year-old man balancing on a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. On a stage with a whole band set up. He's just doing BMX tricks on the middle of the stage. And the speakers are pumping. Can you handle this? Can you handle this? Huh. Don't forget the air horns. I mean, I'm surprised that there just aren't air horns going constantly at this resort. (laughs) But the guy handled it. I meant did not. I meant it. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) He could have or may not have have handled it. Right. The question may or may not have been asked. And the question may or may not have been answered. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, take a break because it's about that time. Uh, so good luck on your fantasy seasons, guys. Uh, uh, I I hope you two can uh, battle for number two, number three, maybe. So hold. Well, hey, I'm coming. I'm coming to knock you off in the like Japan shit uh, division. I fucking bring it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's. I you told him. I said. I- Trash Mountain, right? <laughs> yeah, what I is already the told him. It's going to be so sad going from winner to like not even making the playoffs. <laughs> it's just going to be such a, a sad... It's going to be a sad house because I'm going to knock Mary out of the division and this guy's not even going to make it. And then on top of all of that, I get to go over there and take the belt. Better not. (laughs) 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 It's coming, motherfuckers. All I know is Los Ingobernables de Estados Unidos got back our boy Tom. Timmy Brady. Starting in week five, I'll have the greatest player to ever step on the gridiron. Mm -hmm. So look at all you haters trying to stop trying to stop my keep keeper league. I keep him no matter what. I got him. Yeah. uh, In retrospect, I probably should have backed Kelly up on the whole keeper situation. But, you know, I I was just kind of hanging back. I'm the champ. I don't need to, you know, put my two cents in. Whatever goes, goes. But, uh, you know, if we did, if we were able to keep keepers, I would have been able to keep Antonio Gates, who was the number one draft pick in our entire league. Oh, Antonio Gates? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah? Antonio Gates? No, uh, Antonio Brown. Antonio this guy Brown. doesn't even know his fucking team! <laughs> You're going down! Antonio Brown. Man, I, I will say that in between seasons, uh, ESPN updated their fantasy phone app, and it is hot trash now. <laughs> yeah, CBS? Uh, I, I did two, two drafts at, at once. One started at three and went to five, and then ours started... 
at four and went to six. So there was an overlap where I was bouncing back and forth. And in the morning when I opened up CBS, it was one website. And then somewhere they must have known, like, this is the big draft day. So they updated their site. And when I Let's went back, it, up. it was it was not – I don't like it. I just got yeah. the new app for the phone, so you're saying it sucks. And what's everything rainbow? Is that the is that the thing now? Is everybody's gonna have a rainbow? ESPN likes to theme? make everything green, but like the shield is like a rainbow. Ah, yeah. their their new logo, like it's like, like the, the border of the like that. Yeah this this <laughs> app is just trash now. Just like I've been I've been trying to find the league so I can look at who is all in our division, and I fucking can't. Standings? Is that there we go, I did it. Man. Um you should check the can you handle it meter. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. All I know is the poor Shelby Shelbyville Sharks. They ain't making the playoffs this year. <laughs> hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> I fucking drafted a kicker that suspended. Nailed it. Nice. All that stuff. I don't see, it wasn't. It didn't show up. Mm. It didn't show up on the mm. list next to his name. Mm. I don't want to hear that. I bet it did. I'm, I'm gonna need some help. No, nah, because because somebody in in the CBS league did the same thing. Drafted him, and then it, and then it came out he was suspended. What it, what does a kicker get suspended for? Oh, I I get his wife. Says uh, he hit her, uh, some shit like that. I thought you were gonna say like he wore too many shoes or something like that. <laughs> well, so the, the, they're saying that he's suspended for one game. So I'm thinking I'm just gonna ball out and just fuck someone up in week one. God, how am I playing Gino again? <laughs> I thought we switched divisions, and I thought the whole yeah, thing was no, we play our division in, twice. He's in me and Nice's division. Yeah, so I thought we started playing our own divisions. It says that in week one, I'm against Mary, so I'm thinking it's whoever we faced off against in the last week of last season. I but, don't know. I, I'm just worried guys, that we're going to get stuck someone, with the same schedule. Well, no, look at I the schedule. To it's there. Question. When does football start? I don't know. Um, it starts a week from next Thursday? Or no. Um, okay. So the 8th. I do believe it starts the eighth. Yeah, that is okay. that is kickoff. Well, is it may be uh, they're not starting on Thursday. There's no Thursday game. No, that is Thursday. The eighth is Thursday. Yeah, that's what I said. Because <laughs> yeah, I was going to do some research going into the draft, but I I decided not to. Yeah, just take the best players. Just let the wind take me. Because really, like you can't. You can't research too much because as soon as the season starts, all bets are off because anyone can get injured. And as we've seen, well, yeah, you saw um, the Minnesota's quarterback just went down in practice, non-touching drill, yeah. uh, carted off in an ambulance. Uh, and Tony Romo uh, broke his back taking a hard poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Squeezing one out. <laughs> Tony, the Tony Romo exact quote when it happened was, 
I'm pushing out a big poo. This might be my biggest ever. Oh shit, I just cracked in half and now I have poopy butt. Oh no, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Not again. That was the actual transcript from the 911 call. Yep. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Who, who, who's. I haven't really paid attention or, or looked over everyone's lineups. Who do you think was your. Your move, your your best. Um, who would who would be your keeper at this point of of the now, based on who you drafted? Oh, it's always going to be my boy, your Timmy, boy Timmy, Timmy B, Timmy B, Tom, Tom. For me, it's it's probably my number one since I couldn't get Antonio Brown, so I got uh, Antonio Gates was picked. Yeah, so I got ODB. And then besides that, man, Adam Vinatieri is my boy. He's oh. he's gonna win me a few more games this year, like he did last. Oof. <laughs> You're gonna be in for so much heartbreak. We'll see. We will. Yeah, you know, it, it only took me what four years of playing fantasy football to become the champion. Yeah. And it's going to take you 16 weeks to lose it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's oh, take a sick. break. I'm about to Tony Romo. Okay. Yeah. You go Tony Romo. And yeah. We will listen to this break. Uh, we'll be back in about six minutes. Okay. Love you. Bye. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. That's all I know so far, but I'm going to keep practicing. It's good. You know, I had never been out of the country before now. Got to see how Jamaicans live. It is great. You know, they just relax. They party all the time. It's kind of an impoverished country. Yeah. Gosh. Great.
I'm hot, you're hot, he's hot, she's hot, I'm hot, you're hot, he's hot, she's hot. one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours that's just a single day after that they're gone forever and uh best yet if you want to check them out buy a little something something they're going to throw a little kickback to us your folks your friends here at the podcast so go to panelsonpages.com Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up and get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I, I realized over the break that during the show, I can be watching uh, DDT's Big Peter Pan show from Sumo Hall from this past Sunday. Um, Peter Pan show? That's what the show. That's what this wrestling show is called. It's just that's their like one of their biggest shows of the year. It's just called Peter Pan. For no apparent reason. Um, I well, think it's be because we, Kenny, they're all young Kenny on the inside. <laughs> Looking Kenny G. All right, let's do some news. All right, we'll do it live. Okay. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for August 30th, 2016. Fucking thing sucks! Following a video tease from Ben Affleck, the Rap reports that Deathstroke will be the main antagonist in the upcoming Batman solo film, and not, as we all assumed, Jennifer Garner's divorce attorney. The Guinness Book of World Records recently awarded Jillian Checkley. That, I don't think that's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the record of 23 for the most functional gadgets in a single piece of cosplay for his Batman Batman. Arkham Origins suit. 
in, which includes a two-way radio, gas mask, flask, and a Rolodex of all of his homies whose moms are also named Martha. <laughs> Director Doug Lyman is the latest to bail on the Gambit feature film, opting instead to sign on for the Justice League Dark movie. That's how you know things must be really bad at Fox for the Gambit movie when someone would rather work for Warner Brothers. In an interview with Conan O'Brien, John Krasinski told an anecdote about being scared off from playing Captain America because of Chris Hemsworth's back abs. In retaliation, <laughs> Krasinski put Mjolnir in jello. <laughs> Rob Liefeld will be bringing his extreme 90s superhero team Youngblood back to Image Comics in 2017, just in time for the 20th anniversary of when the last person stopped giving a shit. And finally, <laughs> U.S. Olympic swimmer Ryan Lochte will be a guest at Wizard World Richmond next month because obviously Chris Brown is a little busy these days. And that, huh. is, that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for August 30th, 2016. Wow. Infotainment. Infotainment. So did you guys see this Deathstroke video? Yeah. Yeah. It looked like he shot it in like a bathroom <laughs> at a restaurant. <laughs> Hang on. I got to go sneak into the Olive Garden to film this Deathstroke video. Do we think that that's a person in a costume or is that just CGI test footage? I, I would hope a person, person in the costume. costume. It to me, it looks like something out of one of the video games. Hmm. I don't know. It it looked like a person moving to me. I don't know. I could be wrong. I watched I it on my it, phone, so it had it had the little. Uh, you know, you're watching it on a monitor X. That, little that is center true, point yeah. line. I mean. It, Ben oh, you're saying, you're saying, you're saying so like what? he was watching it as they shot it live? Or he's watching back See, on daily. But that's weird. It, yeah, it didn't look live because the scene that they were shooting compared to like where it looked like he was watching it on the monitor. Yeah, it looked like a green looked screen. like it was on set. Yeah, it looked like a green screen studio. When he kind of turns the camera, you can see kind of green screen in the background. He was watching. He was watching dailies in the Olive Garden bathroom. <laughs> so, what do we think about Deathstroke being the main antagonist for a solo Batman movie? It's an odd. Why choice. not? But it's it's got to be something different. I mean, I guess. Who I says? Like... Who, but who says he's going to be the only guy in that motherfucker? It, yeah. well, well, right. They use the term main antagonist and. You know, we know that DC and Warner Brothers like to jam a whole shitload of characters into these movies. So <laughs> it doesn't necessarily mean that he'll be the only antagonist. But as the lead antagonist, I'm not too keen on it. No. Maybe they're, they're, they're going off gigantic rogues gallery and Deathstroke really isn't in that. Yeah. But Deathstroke's hot. Is he? he is he? Well, he was a good character on Arrow. Yeah, he was used in the video game. And... That was, but he was on Arrow two years ago. Oh, hey man! <laughs> like I would almost expect them to go Deadshot over Deathstroke at this point. Yeah, and I actually think 
Dead uh, Deadshot would be a much better choice. Deadshot is really a Batman character. He showed up in Batman first. Maybe maybe I'm just a little bit bitter, a little bit butthurt, because I kind of wanted to see this big, giant Arkham Asylum movie with all of his, his rogues in it all at once. Because I feel like the way things have that have been going at Warner Brothers, like, let's get them all at one shot. Let's do them all at once, so just in case there's not another one. You know? Like, honestly, it'd be cool to have, like, a decent Poison Ivy. Yeah? Uh, a decent Mr. Freeze? Mm-hmm. A more comic book style Bane? Yeah. Um, fuck it, like... Riddler? All, all bets are off. As soon as... Uh, and, I, and I'm not casting any dispersions on Jared Leto's Joker... But as soon as they recast the Joker, you can you can redo any of those villains from any of those previous movies. Exactly. So why not? Yeah. yeah. Ma- essentially make it one of those Arkham games. Yeah. Where you've got everybody. I would think... Just a bunch of little boss battles. Yeah. I would love to see Clayface in a movie. Yeah, hell, I'd like to see Batman wailing on Mad Hatter. That'd be cool. <laughs> well, tune into Gotham, and maybe you can see Commissioner jo- Gordon this year wail on Mad Hatter. No, I'm good. <laughs> like, the lone person I don't want to see in a Batman movie for his villains, really, is Rachel Ghoul. So, okay, so and Gotham is, that is because... pretty much, there was always that chicken or the egg, you know, did... These villains come out because there's all of a sudden a guy in a in a bat suit running around, right? Or were the guys around, and then they the 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 bad is what brought out the bat. But clearly, it's Commissioner Gordon fucking around that brought the yeah. bat out, huh? <laughs> he, he he created all the villains. <clears throat> yeah, that wasn't Poison Ivy a kid on Gotham. Yeah, they're doing some story where um, she's not a kid. Now? She like jumps ahead in time for some reason and becomes an adult. Uh, <laughs> that's where they're at. Let's let's just give up on what we're doing and, and fast forward time, huh? <laughs> Well, they were like, you know, we really want to make Poison Ivy sexy, but we already cast a little girl, so let's just do some sort of time jump bullshit so we can bring in a sexy uh, Poison Ivy. You forget about the part where one guy writes on the giant whiteboard in front of little girl, sexy, question mark, and then everyone (laughs) looks at him and he quietly erases it and goes back to his seat. Well, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think a couple of our uh, Chicago area friends are posting about uh, a local cosplayer that died in a car crash. I think that might be the Supergirl from the C two E two Turn Down for What video. Is there a picture? Let me yeah. See. 
They suck with oh, names, yeah. but I'm usually yep. pretty good with faces. Yep, that is 100% her. Oh, that, that sucks. Well, there's there's the third death story. Yeah, more death. Jeez. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, Hit yeah. a deer, apparently. She was, uh... She was also Sleeping Beauty. The, the, yeah, the Disney princess we put in the video. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, R.I.P. Ain't that some shit. All right, let's keep this this moving. Uh, speaking of cosplayers... <laughs> so this dude uh, got the Guinness Book of World Records for most working gadgets in a Batman cosplay. Or in a cosplay altogether. <clears throat> Julian. Julian is his name. I wrote Julian in my news. Uh, he's got 23 functioning gadgets in his Batman costume, including... Uh, a video screen on its right gauntlet, a two-way radio embedded in the neck piece, both a wrist-mounted fireball and gas launcher, and a mask capable of filtering nuclear, bacterial, and chemical matter. What? <laughs> a stun gun and a bat flask. A flask. Um, the most important part. <laughs> but yeah, he's a, he's a cosplayer... Uh, he does uh, creatures and effects and stuff like that. Uh, apparently, uh, he worked... F- uh, oh, his company helmed many of the physical creature effects for Star Wars The Force Awakens. Have you guys watched this video at all? No. Yeah, it, it's, fu- it's pretty fucking cool. Like, k- k- Kudos, Jillian. It's a, it's, a, it's a nut suit, man. Yeah. And what he had the um, the batarang that that actually could stick. Right, right, right. It was like a like a like he threw it at a car or something. Like a like a tracker. It was magnetic, yeah. and he fucking chucks it, and it. Sticks oh, that's to a awesome! Car. Oh, he's from Ireland. Oh, put the mask so back he, on. So he, he did it drunk, <laughs> also. Uh... I haven't watched this video. I've seen another video of it that was more of a demonstration of his costume. But yeah, it looks like it's straight out of the Arkham games. Good for that guy. What a weird fucking world record that is. <laughs> and you the fact that the... Fucking flea playing bass with a gorilla? Is that is there a record of that? <laughs> <laughs> Most bass played with a gorilla? Wow. Uh, what's most surprising is the record is only 23. So, like, if you build a suit with 24, you you can have a world record if you really want to. Make an Iron Man suit. You know? Why not? And, and, yeah. and I want the fourth, the 24th item to be... Uh, um... Fleshlight. Well, I was going to say be able to pee in there. But <laughs> if you want to get nuts and get your rocks <laughs> off, all right. Flashlight. So the next story is the latest director attached to Gambit, uh, director Doug Lyman, who 
did uh, Born Identity, Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, I remember him back in the day. He directed Swingers and one of my favorite all-time movies, Go. Uh, he has left Gambit, and he is, has signed on to do the Justice League Dark movie at uh, DC and Warner Brothers, which is moving forward. Uh, hey, they've introduced magic into that universe, so go for it. Which, yeah, no, I'll I'll watch that movie. Know, <laughs> uh, and Enchantress was a member of the New 52 Justice League Dark, if I'm not mistaken, from, from the... Outset. I remember reading that. I book. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's probably better off than orig- the original plan of having Del Toro attached, because then it won't cost a million, like a a billion dollars. <laughs> Sorry. Are his movies super expensive to make? That's pretty much like his whole thing is that the studios get mad at him because his movies cost a whole bunch and then they don't make a make much money. Yeah, they're usually critically acclaimed, and they're they make decent box office, but they don't blow anything out of the water. Like you don't. That's remember... why they kind of removed him from Pacific Rim too. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, you know, was probably his biggest accomplishment because it was a uh, you know Oscar nominated and all that. People seem to really love those Hellboy movies, but I don't remember them ever being huge box office successes. No. I like the first Hellboy. The second Hellboy is alright. First one's the superior of the two, for sure. There's good moments in both of them. There's probably a decent movie between the two. (laughs) Yeah. I think with the second one, what really hurts it is when I saw it, I watched it on TV and I missed the first 20 minutes, and I missed literally nothing. Like, you can just come in at, like, that 20-minute mark, and you're fine. Hmm. Now, who... Okay, to, to, to go back to the... Who's saying that Deathstroke is even the main villain? They just showed a shot of him. It's a report via the rap is saying that he's going to be the main antagonist. This was after the shot from Ben Affleck came out, the rap. Uh, said that he is reportedly going to be the main antagonist. And the rap was... Uh, they they were the lead people on a recent rumor. That came out to um, be nailing it? No. Uh, oh, oh, they were the ones behind Zendaya as Mary Jane. From last week. Hey, man, there's a picture of her going around with red hair. Is there? Looking kind of good. Also, they now called that's it the my rap. They called it the rap because no one knew what a burrito was. <laughs> now, I, I don't know if it's like an old picture and she just happens to have that colored tint or if it's recent. And she's showing off like, fuck you all. I'm Mary Jane. Get over it. Here's a little strawberry for your chocolate. <laughs> Okay, okay. I'm I'm looking, I'm looking. She doesn't look bad as a redhead by any means. No. I just assumed that they maybe they weren't going to. I I would be more disappointed in her not being a redhead than her being black. Is she black? She's, She's half black. black. So, 
everyone give her half a break. Until you see <laughs> Why don't they give her a whole break? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's a woman. Oh! <laughs> and she looks like she smells like weed and patchouli. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Uh, yeah, because Mary Jane never smoked a fucking joint in her life. Ha! Good point. <laughs> gotcha, critics! <laughs> so, can we all agree, and I believe we have agreed on this previously, this Gambit movie needs to not happen. Well, have they lost Gambit? Is he even Gambit anymore? He, he is the only one that is, like, still... He's like, come on, guys! <laughs> I thought we were going to do this! <laughs> Gambit. I want to be Gambit. Uh, just walk away. Walk away. Or let Marvel get uh, restart. Don't try to get on a Marvel movie, man. Or or just restart the X Men movies, or put him in the next X Men movie that's supposed to be take place in the nineties, and let him be Gambit in that. Well, is the TV show like? Have they talked about the TV show? Is it like a Netflix thing where which TV show? The X Men TV show that's happening. It's Legion. Yeah, it's not an X-Men TV show, but it's got X-Men characters. Yeah. But, like, characters that are not the major role players in an X-Men movie no, who could no. possibly show up on no. the movie? No, that it doesn't sound anything, anything like a Netflix to Marvel Universe type thing. Which, okay. even though, you know, that all happens in the same universe, but besides characters showing up on agents of shield we haven't seen any crossover between the movie and the tv really because of no. the whole feige perlmutter beef but what uh, I, I get my real question is 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 there a tv and a movie wolverine that's going to end up happening something like probably that, not where, like there's a tv cyclops maybe maybe I, like I they do know. a tv almost like arrow like they've got where, a tv flash and a movie flash kind yeah. of yeah yeah, I could. I, I don't could... think they're going to go for many of your marquee characters in this Legion show. I mean, yeah, but... I would be surprised if you see anyone besides Legion. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Kelly. But I could see them, if Legion does well, them making more X Men TV shows and eventually getting to some of the more A list characters. Yeah, that I could see. Uh, on the same topic, uh, I saw another story this week. Which I should have included in my news, goddammit. But apparently, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, who was on Breaking Bad, uh, he turned down a role on a Marvel TV show because he knows it means he'll never be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> That's a smart. Apparently, that, that shit is so... That dynamic is so fucked up that actors won't sign contracts to be in Marvel TV shows because they want to be in Marvel movies. <laughs> Which, if you're talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., good good call. Yeah. If you're talking, like, Daredevil? Hmm. You'll be a bigger star by being in a Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. But those Netflix shows are Will quality. you, though? I think it depends on what his character is. Because you can still be in the Mar in a Marvel movie and not go huge. 
but if you play a more important character on Daredevil, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like it, okay. I think if you look at Charlie Cox, who plays Daredevil in two seasons now, critically acclaimed, fan acclaimed, and you look at Aaron Taylor Johnson, who played Quicksilver in one Avengers movie, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson had more mainstream of a mainstream appeal because well, yeah, but he, he was, was in already an Avengers movie. So, so yeah, he but already had he, something he wasn't going a, for him. He wasn't a, a a big deal, but I think they were trying though. He was in Savages too. I mean, like they were trying with him. He, he was, was in Godzilla. Godzilla. Yeah, Jinx. Yeah, he already fucked Scarlet Witch. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, a whole sister, weird thing bro. where he went from they went from husband and wife to brother and sister. All right. Speaking of Marvel movies, uh, this is a really interesting story. I remember when they were casting... speaking of boning your sister. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when they were casting for Captain America and hearing John Krasinski's name being thrown around as as play, possibly playing Captain America. And even though I love the office. First off, that would have been terrible. <laughs> but you know, like nowadays, like he's an action star, kind of. Is he? Yeah, he was in that uh, uh, Thirteen Hours, the Benghazi movie. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, he was he was in Benghazi, the movie. Yeah. Uh, so here is John Krasinski talking about trying out to be Captain America and his uh, interactions with uh, Chris Hemsworth. I heard that you screen tested for Captain America. That's that right. Role. In yeah. my head, I got the part. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Was that process like? Because that's a real uh, question when you're trying to think. Like, am I am I one of those superhero guys or not? You know, would I want to do that? Could I do that? So when you had that test, what was it like? It was a big deal for me because I mean, first of all, I love those Marvel movies. I'm I love superheroes. I love imagination. Mm -hmm. um, so. Uh, when they asked me to test, they actually allowed me to put on the suit. I was on a set. It was all very interesting. I feel like as I'm talking about this, someone from Marvel is going to be like, <laughs> and just like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not allowed to talk about it at all. Yeah. Um, but I remember the, the only bummer of it was I was putting on the suit, just watching it. I was like, this is so amazing. And I got about right to my waist. I was still shirtless, feeling pretty good about myself. It wasn't 13 hours yet, but right. I felt pretty good. And all of a sudden, Chris Hemsworth walked by his store, and he's like, that night, and I went, I'm good. This is stupid. I should. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not Captain America. It's fine. Yeah. I just go. I just. I just. I love you, Thor. Yeah. He's like, my name's Chris. I was like, whatever. So. There we go. I could see him yeah. in a Marvel movie, though. I don't know who. Uh, not I Captain America. Ant Man, if, if they didn't. Yeah, get yeah. I was just about to say that. Hank Good call, Penn. yeah. Or like a, like a goofy Reed Richards. <laughs> that would be yeah. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I just don't know. <clears throat> but I don't know. Who knows, man? Maybe he would have bulked up and just given yeah. it his all. Yeah, it was, we had. Uh... You know, Chris Chris Evans was Human Torch before he was Captain America, and we were all kind of like, "Man, he was Human Torch," Meh. but he's great as Captain America. So, I think whomever they cast is going to do a good job, and it just worked out that Chris Evans was the better the better man for the job. I can't see anyone else play Captain America at this point. No. Yeah. All right. Imagine this: you're in. They're in Wakanda. 
Black Panther <laughs> goes in his kingdom. <laughs> he goes over to his throne, sits down, takes off the mask. Oh shit, it's John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> You see that petition going around? I don't know if it was like a fake. You know, I wasn't going to click on it, but it was um, petition Marvel to make Black Panther white. No, that's not true. I oh hope not, my at least. God. Oh, my God, people. <laughs> hey, the Internet's horrible, man. Stop like, it. White those voice. are one of those things where it's like, okay, it's got to be a joke. But at the same time, you're like. If no. it's real, it doesn't really surprise there's, me. There's enough petty white white fanboys out there that would be like, well, if they could make Mary Jane a nignag, we can make a Black Panther a white guy. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Take one of ours, we'll take one of yours. <laughs> because race doesn't matter, apparently. So the king of Wakanda can be John Krasinski. <laughs> And only him. He's the only guy that can play it. And then Michael Sarah will be Shaft. <laughs> well, that, that's a bit from uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I would love to see that movie. Yeah, I'd go see that movie every day. I I apologize for saying knickknack. That was just uncalled for. Yeah, he just <laughs> shot it out. Just rolled off it the It was tongue. in character. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I won't tell them one of your favorite words, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jose original. All right, uh, moving on. Rob Liefeld's bringing Youngblood back. Why not? Is he still drawing while driving? <laughs> I remember when he was doing that. <laughs> He's got a Deadpool OGN coming out soon, so I'm hoping so. <laughs> but you know what? Some of these... Uh, uh, concept artworks. Uh oh, it's Jim Toe who who's on that. No, Jim Toe. It looks like he's doing art. Oh, so Jim Toe, a longtime fan of Youngblood, originally created his own takes on the characters just for fun, and tagged Liefeld. Liefeld liked the work so much he offered him a job. Now these concept images look great and they look so unliefeld like like that that would be the they're, only way I would not be Liefeld? Well, they they're not. They're the the art in this article is uh Toe's stuff. And that it would could be very much be like what happened with the relaunch of Profit and Glory where they're nothing like the original source material yeah, and that's the way awesome. you got to go. And yeah, I think not looking like Rob Liefeld artwork will only benefit this. Doesn't yeah. have that stigma to it. Well, he hasn't improved as an artist in the past twenty years. I read those hawk that Hawk and Dove number one when the New Fifty Two launched, and I was blown away with how awful it was. <laughs> blown away. Hawk and Dove. Well, number one, listen to yourself say that. <laughs> Hawk and Dove. <laughs> like, that's not even, like, Cloak and Dagger cool. 
and Dove. And then finally, uh, Wizard World Richmond, which takes place, I believe, uh, September 9th through 11th, maybe 10th through 11th, uh, is bringing in uh, U.S. Olympic swimmer, gold medalist, and, hero, and hero, Olympic hero, U.S. hero, and uh, hater of Brazilian bathrooms all over the country. <laughs> Ryan Lochte will be appearing at their show. He will be signing autographs for free, but pictures cost 50 bucks a piece. I give who would that go, who would go zero to swims. Yeah, zero swims. You say uh, who would go see that? Who, who would go pay 50 bucks for 45 year old uh, Olympic moms? Well, and is that a thing? So something that I didn't mention in my week was I watched the O.J. Simpson Made in America Thirty for Thirty uh, series that ESPN did. It was, I believe, it was five episodes. So it was basically O.J. from the start of his career all the way till his sentencing for the whole kidnapping thing. And after he got released from the murder trial, people wanted his autograph. People wanted to meet him and shake his hand. It, you know, he was, even though he's a he's a murderer, he was one of the biggest stars in the world at that point. And Ryan Lochte is one of the biggest names in the world right now, I would say. Just based off of those Olympics. He was the biggest story coming out of those Olympics. Yeah. But. Yeah, but, but how, like, degenerate is your company that that's what you're going for? Well, they... Brought in, what's his name? Rob Blagojevich at Wizard yeah. World Chicago 2010, who was on his way to going to jail for fraud and racketeering. I said, hey, you want to make a buck before you go in? The This is exactly what Wizard is doing. They're looking, the, I don't think they're necessarily looking for people to pay buy tickets to go to the show to see Ryan Lochte. I think they're getting controversial guests like this for the mainstream press that might get people to pay tickets to come and come mm-hmm. to Wizard World. Because their tickets are like seventy-five bucks, right? Uh, their tickets are not cheap. Let me see. Let, let's go to the Wizard World Richmond site and see what they they got planned. Let's I see what you, they're hawking. I bet you Ryan Lochte is their marquee guest. Yep, uh, as soon as the page loads, Ryan Lochte. First up, Gene Simmons. True. Uh, they got uh, AJ Styles, Natalia, Dean Ambrose, Becky Lynch. They get the... They, they, they love get, wrestlers, man. They get some really good WWE guests. No no lie. Uh, they have... They got exclusive? Uh, kind of, it. yeah. And it all stems from fucking CM Punk. <laughs> Where? Okay. Okay. Where do I go to buy tickets, assholes? Okay, admission. Here we go. Three-day weekend admissions are $50 in advance, $60 on site. That's not bad. <laughs> for three days? To see Lockheed? Oh, is it for three days? Yeah. Okay. 
I thought that was going to be for one day. No, one day Friday is 20. Oh, okay, let's do let's do on site. 3 day on site 60 bucks. One day Friday 30 bucks, one day Saturday 45, one day Sunday 40. But still 60 bucks for 3 days. That's that could be a lot worse. Is, isn't that cheaper? Isn't that cheaper than C two E two at this point? It might be, yeah. And Wizard has been getting a lot of Jewel State's going to be there. They've been getting a lot of really good Marvel Studios guests and panels lately. Like, didn't they have that panel a few, uh, few months ago? With the Russos, and it was like a whole Civil yeah. War panel. Their slider at the top of their thing is fucking terrible. Like, I just want to... I want to click through all of them. Can, can you quit moving that thing so fast? <laughs> um, let's see. AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. A couple of Sons of Anarchy. A couple of Dukes of Hazard. Ah, Sarah Underwood doing naked yoga. Nice. Uh JDF, Jason David Frank, of course. Kevin Sorbo, of course. James Marstars, yes. Ray Park, of course. Uh we got uh some uh I I bet you Brimstone's on here somewhere. <laughs> James O'Barr. Uh Arthur Sidem. Ooh, that's has it. he ever recovered from that shit? He like he has been out of the news ever since that whole thing where where he took up all those tables. Neil Adams. Well, that what was the thing where they superimposed the crowd? Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, he was photoshopping crowds. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, my. <laughs> we should just go and have him sign a bunch of Photoshop shit. Yeah, let's go to Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tickets are cheap. I'm just screw Like, a lo- I don't recognize a lot of these creator names. Jenny Wang. Not as stacked a guest list as I've seen from... Wizard shows in the past, but then again... Well, is, how far out are we? Uh, a week. Oof, never mind. It, it, is a, it is a Richmond show. It's possibly the first Richmond show. But then they did uh, they did wor- snag Ryan Lochte, who uh, gives Wizard World Richmond three swims. <laughs> Classic. Classic Lochte. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's... Can uh, they just get Seth MacFarlane to go as Ryan Lochte? <laughs> I would much rather... I would pay 60 bucks in a heartbeat to see him do a Q&A, a photo session, and an autograph signing as him, as opposed to the actual him. Let's make that happen, folks. <laughs> Where's the Kickstarter for that one? Let's uh, let's talk about what comics Kelly read this week. How about it? 
How about it, Filbert? Sure. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. So, so tell us what you read. That, tell us what came out this week and what you read <laughs> and what you liked. Um, and what was terrible? Power Rangers Annual is pretty great. They're already doing annuals for that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there was a bunch it was a bunch of short stories. Um the best one in my opinion was the Goldar story. <laughs> with with art by Terry Moore, actually. Wow. Yeah, and it was kind it was pretty cool. It was like a Goldar origin story. And like it goes into him and his brother. They were both like the warlords of Zed's like band of mercenaries. And they his brother was going to try and rebel against Zed. So then Zed like kicks the shit out of his brother and then tells Goldar to finish him off. <laughs> it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> it reminds me of might be one of my best tweets of all time. Uh, when Kelly posted the picture of his Power Rangers blind bags, and I responded with, Hey, Kimberly! <laughs> and Kelly responds with, Yes, Goldar! <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, Oh, fuck! I'm committed now! <laughs> <laughs> so my response was, Hey, Kimberly! Your mama's so old, her last name is Osaurus! <laughs> and then found a gif of Goldar laughing, which is the best thing ever. So, he had to be there. I, I liked it a lot. Continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was pretty good. Um, uh, I'm trying to think what came out this past week. Eh, nothing super insane happened in the Superman book. Um, Still Asian? Oh, well, one of them is, yeah. That's Chinese Superman. But, uh... Superman fought Doomsday and put him in the Phantom Zone. But he's not really in the Phantom Zone. He got sucked up by a portal before he went into the Phantom Zone portal. And so this guy that's been watching everything has him. And I'm pretty sure that dude is going to be revealed to be Ozymandias. <laughs> Which I'm all for. Because <laughs> why not? If it makes Alan Moore mad, I'm happy with it. <laughs> like Fuck it. Alan Moore, that guy sucks. Uh, I didn't really... I read a bunch, but I couldn't tell you what I read. I tend to forget about comics pretty soon after I read them these days. And Normally it's nice to have Lee around because he reminds me of all <laughs> Yes. You're getting old, motherfucker! <laughs> I know. But DC stuff is still good. Um... Yeah. Is Aquaman still killing it? Oh, no. I, I don't read Aquaman. Oh, it's back to being eh? <laughs> that was uh, like yeah, four years ago, Jose. That was four yeah. years ago. It stopped being good pretty early on after after like the first year or so. That sucks. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure you asked that same question like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, just checking. Uh, that might be it, I think. I don't really have anything else. I caught up on uh, Japan shit today. I, nice. I watched some of the Kamen Rider and the uh, Animal Sentai Zyoger. Those are both good. Yeah, that's all. That's really all. Oh, wait. I just remembered something. Oh, 
I watched a movie last Thursday night that was fucking insane. Go on. Um, it's a Japanese movie, surprise, surprise, called Tag. And I heard about it on a podcast I listened to. And they had said they were intrigued just based on the trailer. So I looked up the trailer, and the same thing happened to me, where I watched the trailer and I was like, oh, I need to see this movie right away. So what happens in the trailer is it's like a bunch of girls on like a school bus for some sort of trip. And one of them is writing in a notebook, and they drop their pen, so they bend over to pick it up. And as they're bent over, this weird gust of wind comes by and just slices the bus in half. I've seen that. Yeah. What, that's, that's what this is from? Because I've seen that as like a gif that people yeah. post. That's what it's from. And so the gust of wind just goes right over her. So everyone else on the bus is dead and just chopped in half. And there's this amazing visual of her just standing up in the bus as there's all these like half half bodies spraying blood up and the bus is slowly coming to a stop. (laughs) Yeah, the movie's called Tag. Um, You can watch it on YouTube. The whole thing's up there. It's all got English subtitles. Uh, it, there, you can tell they're like fan subtitles because there's a, the occasional uh, spelling error, but it's a crazy ass movie because it gets it starts off with that and just gets more insane as it goes. Hmm. And yeah, I will that, say that, that bus scene's pretty intense. Yeah, it's nuts. I will say there's like some moments where you're like this might be too Japan shit for me, but. By the end, it makes sense and is actually a part of the story. Now, saying that now, it doesn't make sense, but once you see the movie, you'll understand what I mean. Yeah, so I recommend it. It's only like 85 minutes, so it's a quick watch, too. But yeah, tag. Just go on YouTube and look up tag movie, and it should be like your first or second option. All right. Jose, you got anything? I read the omnibus of nothing. (laughs) You got me. Uh, It was 50-50. I was like, I read the omnibus of go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that... uh, It was uh, go fuck yourself the annual. That O.J. Simpson Made in America uh, 30 for 30 series is on Hulu, and I... Anyone who's interested in that story... Those 30 for 30s are on Hulu? The uh, Some of them are. Some of them are on Netflix, but this one specifically, the O.J. Simpson, which is five episodes. Mm-hmm. And each episode is like an hour and 45 minutes long. They're currently all on Hulu. And boy, oh boy, they, it is really interesting. What The funniest part of the whole thing is they interview all of his friends... All of his former friends, so on and so forth, who swore up and down that he was innocent, you know, as the trial was going on. But every single one of them at this point are like, oh, he guilty as fuck. (laughs) 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 It is crazy. And it's, it's really sad, not only because of the... You know, two people who ended up murdered, but the, the downfall of this guy who was a national hero... And he gets... Things get dark. That is not a racial pun. 
All right, let's call it a night. Uh, I think uh, solid show, almost two hours for just the three of us. No real big news, not a whole lot of comics. Uh, no Tito. Thanks, Tito. Yeah, thanks, Tito. <laughs> thanks, Commit. I'm still waiting on our goddamn draft grades. I don't know if those are automatic or he, he has to call. Yeah, but he, 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 no, he's waiting for Lee to come back. What's the point of him doing it? Well, I now. figured while Lee was gone, we could just have a just an all pop fantasy football show tonight. But well, I was thinking we could just interrupt Lee's vacation and call. Him. <laughs> <laughs> interrupt the old man bouncing on a motorcycle uh, on a bicycle. Yeah. All right, so uh, tune in next week. We'll be back. Uh, Lee will be back. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, 9 p.m. Central, uh, chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, you can download all the shows, pcn.panelsonpages.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all that stuff. Uh, tout us. Tout. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll be starting the Pop Live Journal very soon. Uh, so, for uh, Kelly Harris, Jose Guzman, the absent Lee Rodriguez and myself, Jason Nice. Uh, this has been the Panels on Pages dot com podcast, and we'll see you next week. Uh, we're going to end the show uh, in honor. All the breaks and intros and stuff have been in honor of Lee and Nicole, who are in Jamaica this week. So uh, we're going to end out with some Bob Marley and the Whalers. Why not? Because uh, we jamming. All right, guys. Love you. Good night. Bye. Thanks for listening. Ooh, yeah.